Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Best of Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It is a Thursday and there is a lot to talk about. One week away from the NFL Draft. Live in L.A., it's the Herd. Wherever you may be, however you may be watching or listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. Joel Klatt in one hour. Klatt and I are going to do half the first round. We're going to do mock draft. Uh, Because I'm odd, I get the odd picks. He gets the even picks. And we're going to go 1 through 16 NFL drafts. All our sourcing, all our insight, all our information, all our guessing. J-Mac, we talked about this on the show yesterday called the zigzag theory you know memphis desperate is going to play out of their minds hair on fire they did lakers pulled back weren't as efficient they already got home court advantage back and then you got an even series a disappointing effort from the lake show i'm more excited for the mock draft uh later in the show i took i submit my final one to fox sports tomorrow morning it'll go up monday uh some gambling tidbits in there if you will but uh how about tonight cowherd biggest Night of the playoffs so far. Like, Lakers are not as important as Warriors-Kings. Yeah. So let's start with the Lakers' loss, though. All five Memphis starters scored in double figures. Why? They weren't sitting around staring at jaw. Talent and value are two different things. If you look at the last two seasons, including the playoffs, the Grizzlies statistically with John without him, they win a little more. They're much better defensively. Their net rating is double. They're a better team without him. I'm sorry. Sorry, fanboys. They are. That's why Atlanta's thinking of trading Trey Young. When you let 19-year-olds come into a sport, they're not emotionally ready, and they're not great basketball players. They're great shooters or great scorers. But John Morant's a highlight phenom. He's absolutely athletic. He's a blast to watch. He's not a great basketball player overall. He's a great scorer. This is not a small sample size. It's 50 games, and they're better defensively. They're better offensively slightly. 
They move the ball better. Listen, when Tim Duncan or Michael Jordan or Bird or Magic or, or LeBron or Steph, when they leave a team, the team collapses. As big and as successful as Apple was, Steve Jobs left. They almost went insolvent. They had plenty of good engineers, designers around the building. He comes back. They flourish. You know, Steph Curry didn't walk into this league ready to carry a team. He needed a running mate. He needed to get stronger. He needed the right coaching. He needed to mature. Steph wasn't a great basketball player year two in this league. John Morant's not a great basketball player. He's a highlight. He leaves, they're better. 50-game sample size. Last year he left, they were better. Last night, they were better. The best quarter the Lakers have had in this series was the third quarter in game one, Jaw was on the floor. The best quarter the Grizzlies have had was the first quarter last night, Jaw wasn't. And did you notice Tyus Jones, LeBron James noticed this, Tyus Jones has led the NBA in assist-to-turnover ratio five straight years. He's the backup. So you get fewer turnovers, you get more assists, you get better defense, you get more passing. LeBron saw it. He knew what he was up for. They're just uh, as a dangerous team when Tyus is starting. Um, you know, so they don't miss a beat, and we, we knew that. We, uh, you know, no matter if Jaws in the game, uh, if Jaws starting, dangerous. If Ty is starting, dangerous. So it, it didn't change our approach. I know that's hard for people to get wrap their brains around because you watch a Trey Young or you watch uh, John Morant, but you know who else watches them when they first come into the league? GMs and scouts, and everybody in the first year to year and a half is like, wow, and then you start through film, picking apart their game and seeing what they can't do. And there's a lot of things Ja doesn't do particularly well. Dribbles too much, sometimes flashy, doesn't play defense. I can like Trey Young and Ja Morant, like them both. But there is a difference between value and talent. He's talented. He is not statistically that valuable. Maybe to merchandise and ticket sales, but the numbers don't lie. Through two years, last night, they looked great. They passed. They moved. It's not a shot at John Morant. It's a reality check for the fanboys and the people who vote on awards that confuse value and talent. So I saw this uh, yesterday. This, we talked about this yesterday at some length, but it's, it's worth discussing. So uh, according to Woj, the Warriors' reaction to Draymond Green's suspension, they weren't mad at Draymond. They're livid that the league suspended him. They understood the technical. Sabonis got one. Draymond got one. They're not mad at Draymond. They're mad at the league. By the way, when Draymond punched Poole, Kerr said it. He was mad the video got out. Okay, they know what he brings. They don't have four titles without him. You and I have much more access today than the Michael Jordan era. But if the video ever surfaced of Michael Jordan punching Steve Kerr, you would have lined up to defend him. Michael's a winner. Michael's relentless. Steve Kerr's got to understand his role. That's what you would have said. How do I know you would have said that? Because that's what you said when Bobby Knight choked a player Patrick Reed in video surfaced. Because Bobby Knight won. Well, Patrick Reed, it wasn't really a choke. I had a co-host that literally argued that. It depends on the angle of the video. No, it's a choke. You can't touch somebody's son. And they lined up to defend him because he won. 
Bulls fans love when Rodman was annoying the Lakers or the Pistons or the Celtics. Everybody in New York adored Charles Oakley, though he couldn't score, couldn't shoot. Everybody loves the obnoxious attorney when he's defending your case. In the end, for all the access people have today, and we have a lot, we probably have only 10 to 15% of the access the Warriors do. They know what he's like at practice, in meetings, on team planes, on the road, galvanizing people. Said this yesterday, great offensive teams can get very complacent because it's so easy. Great defensive teams don't. They know it's hard work, toughness, but great offensive teams are so skilled. Go back to that Kobe Shaq team after they won the first title. <laughs> I mean, it was just one of those, they couldn't wait to get to the playoffs. The regular season was tedious. And so Steve Kerr, once again, they know what he provides. You don't have to like it, but I've watched my entire career. Everybody in Dallas hates T.O. Oh, wait, he's a cowboy? We love T.O. Everybody in Detroit loved Lambeer, Rodman, the tough guys, Maurice Lucas in Portland. So I don't want to hear about this is outrageous. I could make an argument that Sacramento smartly has found their version of Draymond. Now, he hasn't kicked anybody in the groin, but Sabonis is tough. He's theatrical. He's annoying. One of the first signs you're respected in this league when, when they call you annoying. He's writhing in pain. He's theatrical. He uses the ball the Warriors are claiming now as a weapon to bang on guys. He's all elbows. Again, he hasn't kicked anybody in the groin. But he's becoming a little bit like all championship teams have. Kind of an annoying big guy who cleans the glass and takes the tough assignments and gets into the other team's head. Here's Steve Kerr on Draymond's suspension. He's the ultimate competitor. And uh, everybody knows he's, he's going to occasionally, um, you know, uh, tip over uh, the edge and, and his emotions get the best of him. And that's, that's part of it. Draymond is incredibly competitive and passionate and fiery, and he's you know, helped us win four championships. I've said it many times, we, we don't have a single championship here without Draymond Green, and that's, that's the truth. Mm -hmm. Winning is messy, if you want to be honest about it. There's a edginess to it. There's a there's, um, tension and uh, certainly he's crossed that line, but he's been punished for it. Draymond's not perfect, but I, don't, I haven't met anybody that's perfect. But all in, he's been a big part of a lot of winning. Inside the building, Steph's one and Draymond's two. He's the tough guy for a finesse-shooting, highly-skilled team. Colin, you just defend him because... No, I defend him because great teams, Dylan Brooks and Memphis, they've found their guy. They're not winning yet. But there is value in this. The game's gotten more finesse. It's more about shooting. Nobody bangs away. Everybody pulls up for threes. You need a tough guy. You need an edge. Draymond provides it. All right, J-Mac. So tonight we get Suns Clips. We get Warriors Dynasty on the line. You believe if oh. they lose, they're going to start moving parts. Well, I don't know about moving instantly. I'm more curious about the chess match in this game. Like Steve Kerr has to, you know, Throw the kitchen sink here at the Kings. He's got to unload every piece of weaponry he has in his arsenal. I don't know if that's starting Kuminga, if it's starting Gary Payton. You uh, you said maybe DiVincenzo. 
what's going on with Jordan Poole? Now they're saying that Poole is kind of banged up. He has an ankle, and it's starting to sound like excuse making, and I don't love that, Colin. What's the line again, Sacramento? Five and a half. King Kings are dogs, big dogs. After winning the fourth I quarter, both I games. know. I I think I'd take Sacramento to keep it close. I think I think the Kings are looking like the baby warriors. I think they have a lot of elements. They look a lot like Golden State. The flashy point guard, the understated number two, number three guy, the tough, resilient, rebounding, theatrical guy. You remember last year when the media ripped the Kings for trading Tyrese Halliburton for Sabonis? Do you remember that? You should do a turn back the clock on that. Everybody in the media loves Halliburton. He's a good player. Stats guy, advanced numbers. Sabonis has been perfect in the pick. I think he led the league in double-doubles and pick and rolls with Fox is unstoppable. Mark, Mark Few, Gonzaga's coach, told me years ago, we, we were talking about him, and he said, Colin, that is the best rebounder I've ever seen in college basketball. He's like, he is absolutely relentless. He's going to be a great pro. That's why I said about a month ago, I said, why does he keep bouncing around? This is his third team. I mean, the guys in every championship team needs a player like Sabonis. Every single one. I mean, he, he's like Dylan Brooks with way more skill. How about he's like Draymond with less of a mouth? He's doing kind of the undercover <laughs> dirty stuff. Not dirty, I'm sorry. But I like dirty. his mouth. He's a good podcaster. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. but I mean, he, he, is, he is, I think he's a little theatrical. His dad played. He understands the league. I mean, I think Sabonis is very cagey. Yeah. Are Draymond's podcasts going to go down when he's playing in Charlotte next year? Or you, you don't Come think that? Come on, that's, you're just taking <laughs> shots now. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up. And so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Whenever I talk to people inside the NFL, executives that work for teams, 
uh, and they have to move off a player because, you know, um, a lot of times it's like he's had a few injuries. They always say, love the guy, just don't love his future with us. We seem to be okay if that's a running back. Nobody loses any sleep, right? Love the guy, but, you know, physically we don't love the future. That's where Miami is on Tua, the quarterback. They love the guy, and they picked up his fifth-year option. But yesterday he acknowledged he sat down with his family after the recent string of concussions and considered retirement. I think I, I considered it, um, you know, for, for a time, um, having sat down with my family, um, having sat down with my wife and having those kind of, kind of conversations. But uh, really, it, it would be hard for me to, to, to walk away from, from this game. Of course it would be. Athletes often have to be protected from themselves, and the Dolphins are a little trapped here. Um, let's be honest. He led the NFL in passer rating when he is healthy. They've never replaced Dan Marino, so with him and Mike McDaniel and those weapons, it's pretty tasty looking. With Belichick, Aaron Rodgers soon, and Josh Allen, you got to have somebody who can sling it. But one more concussion, and it's probably over. That is the one injury the media will relentlessly attack you as a franchise if you do not get a player off the field for long stretches. Again, the Dolphins picked up a fifth-year option. But we never seem to lose sleep over a running back, Austin Eckler. Rams don't want to pick up the option. They don't want to sign him long-term. He's great. He's a great player. But he's a running back, and we understand it. But with concussions, we have to consider the same thing for quarterbacks. Miami does not have a first-round pick. Tampering, they relinquished it. But they do have a second-round pick, and I would pick a quarterback. Plan B has to start immediately. It's time for an adult conversation. We do it with every other player in every other sport. We have to do it with a smaller quarterback. Love is a guy, but don't this morning love his future. Max Duggan, TCU, probably available with the 51st pick. Hey, Tom Brady was the GOAT, and they picked Garoppolo in the second round, and Tom Brady still had Super Bowls in him. It's part of playing football. And quarterbacks, let's be honest, you know, it, Brady didn't want Garoppolo in the building. They got rid of him, right? Like we, we tend to kind of pander and pamper quarterbacks a little bit. If you got the guy, then nobody's going to challenge him. But it's different, right? The smaller quarterback gets tagged a few times. He has concussions. We're all concerned about CTE. Those stories are real. That research is real. And I think if you're the Dolphins, you love the guy. You don't necessarily love his future. They've picked up his option. He'll be financially set for life. But plan B has to start in this draft immediately. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. So here's a story, and it makes a ton of sense. Per league sources, uh, the Niners are talking to the Minnesota Vikings about Trey Lance. Trey Lance is the kid that gave a bunch of picks up, moved up in the draft, and it's just never worked out. It's just been a bad series of events, a confluence of events, and bad timing. This one makes sense for five reasons. Number one, Trey Lance from Minnesota. Played high school football there. Parents still there. He'll be comfortable. Number two, Trey Lance gives the Vikings something Kirk Cousins doesn't, some power and some mobility. He's an athlete. 
Number three, the Vikings have an offensive head coach. So you're not giving him to a conservative defensive coach, which could hurt his development. You're giving him to a guy, a former NFL quarterback, that should help. Number four, Kirk Cousins under contract, certainly capable. There's absolutely no hurry. He can learn the offense. You don't have to rush him. And number five is Trey Lance, like a lot of young people, needs a fresh start. He needs to go underground. The Bay Area media is large, and it's an attack dog media. It, it's the nastiest media on the West Coast. West Coast has nice media. East Coast is feisty. San Francisco media is aggressive. Uh, it's got a deep bench. It's feisty. It's highly opinionated. Talk radio's big there. Uh, it's hard to be a quarterback, especially a franchise that has had Joe Montana, uh, Steve Young, uh, you know, won a lot of football games. And so I think, you know, it's a lower-profile franchise, Minnesota, that not even the most popular franchise, probably the, th the third most popular franchise in their division historically behind Green Bay and Chicago. So I think this one makes a ton of sense. I don't know what Trey Lance is worth. Probably, you know, a fourth-round pick, a third-round pick. The Niners have done an unbelievable job getting talent in later rounds. They've done a really, really good job on that. And uh, I, oh, I gotta, I gotta give you this. This this story is amazing. I don't. Are we ready for this California New York thing in the back? I thought this was amazing this morning. No, don't don't quit your teeth. So we were. California has four NBA teams, four that have reached the playoffs: Clippers, Lakers, Sacramento, and the Warriors. And that's pretty amazing, right? Four teams. That's why. If you look at the playoffs tonight, you're going to have the Clippers' Suns playing, I think, at about the same time the Warriors' Kings are because, you know, you got all these California teams involved. And, you know, when I grew up as a kid in rural Washington State, my favorite – we didn't have a baseball team. I like the Cincinnati Reds. I love the Yankees, Reggie Jackson, those, those Yankee teams. Um, and – you know, you had one game a week, NBC game of the week, and you get the playoffs in baseball. And I always kind of thought of, you know, New York and L.A. as the epicenter. Back then, the Cubs were bad. The Bears were bad. It was pre-Michael Jordan. Nobody cared. Nobody cared about Chicago. Uh, three biggest cities in America, you know, New York, L.A., Chicago. Chicago was bad at everything. Uh, you know, the Yankees were gigantic. They were everything. The Knicks in the early 70s were good. They were talked about. Uh, and then you had like California teams for a kid from the Pacific Northwest. They had, you know, they had a lot of success. California has pulled away from New York in terms of sports. I was looking at this thing with four NBA teams from California reaching the playoffs. So we said, let's go back to 2000. Let's go back 23 years to 2000, e even number. Look at all the championships California has. Angels, Dodgers, Ducks, LAFC, Rams have won. San Jose Earthquakes, two. Galaxy, five. San Francisco Giants, three. LA Kings, two. Lakers, six. Sparks at WNBA, three. USC, two. Warriors, four. 32 championships. That's crazy, right? That's crazy. Let's go to New York. Now, when did Melo win his championship? Was it like 98-99? That's the only college one I could think of in New York State. So the Giants have two, the New York Football Club, and the Yankees have two. Five to 32. That's amazing, right? Because you think, 
it's New York. Now, I know as an East Coast guy, but I have my theory on this, I have threefold. First of all, players have more power in the last 20 years. I need to see some numbers on how many professional sports teams California has versus well, New I mean, is it, it's not dead even, is it? California's 32 to in, 5. Significant. I was born in New York, so I will cape up for the okay, okay. New York. Mets, Yankees. We have we have we have another baseball. We have a couple baseball teams. I'm not saying we don't have more. Thirty-two to five. This kind of feels like a Jordan versus LeBron debate, where Jordan has more rings, but LeBron's been so Melo. Melo won in two thousand three six. <laughs> I'll give you one more. We left that off. Melo won in two thousand three six. So thirty-two to six. Okay. Let, can I throw three things at you? Yes. Number one, in the last 20 to 25 years, players have much more power in mobility, right? California's got better weather. It, it matters. We have a beach. Players like, you know, Matt Stafford chose here. Paul George, you know, a lot of guys choose Detroit here. Detroit or California, come on. Well, I'm just saying, Michigan's beautiful. So, weather. Secondly, better owners, Better owners hire better GMs, hire better coaches. James Dolan, Brooklyn ownership. I mean, look at look at what the Giants just did to overpay for Daniel Jones. Woody Johnson with the Jets. Okay, so so and 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 the Will Ponds were not great. Uh, George Steinbrenner was great. His yes. sons not so much. So you have you have first of all you have better weather. Players have more choices, and that's a big part of it. Secondly, we have better owners on average. Not saying they're all perfect, but better owners hire better people. And then I think the third thing is the economy in California is very, let's be honest, down here it's Hollywood, TV, movies, and Northern California, it's tech. Young athletes love tech, not Wall Street, law firms. This is not a knock on New York, but a lot of their money is hierarchy and history and Wall Street and law firms. And money out here is entrepreneurial. It's techie. It's movies. It's Netflix. It's it's a, the West Coast economy is more entrepreneurial and younger in Silicon Valley. That's highly attractive to agents getting their athletes out here to get them production companies, to get them on Netflix, to get them specials, to get them at HBO, to get their movies made. I mean, I know we have more teams, but 32 to 6. I'm going to point out there's a report yesterday. Some consultancy firm said New York is the wealthiest city. It has the most millionaires yeah. of any city. And you get taxed a lot, too, so you lose some of that. That's, that's true. <laughs> the, good, the good thing is the California taxes aren't bad. Now, I'm just saying, but you get a lot with it. I get the beach. Yeah. I get the sun 340 days a year. I love New York City. Uh, my daughter's I, like, I want to go to NYU. I was fun. like, great. I'll try to buy a place to go there. And I won't be there in the winter. I'm sorry. It's awful. <laughs> no. Like, I had to carry groceries from the grocery store. Like, it's snowing. It's just... No, I did I, not love the winter in New York City. Fall and spring are But incredible. in the last 20 years, would you deny this? Athletes have more power. They make the choices. We in California have better owners. We have the best NBA owner. The Dodgers' ownership is unbelievable. I mean, the Rams, Stan Kroenke's writing off, you know, dead cat. He doesn't care. Now, uh, Kevin Durant did go from Warriors to Brooklyn. Brooklyn. And it was a disaster. Yeah, now he it came was back an, west. He came back yeah, west. It was Phoenix. an absolute disaster. Yeah. So when you leave us, be very careful. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's it's one of those things where it's it's just, I think what's happened over the last 20 years is market size doesn't matter as much. It matters some. It doesn't matter as much. But when people have a choice, 
agents love pushing their players to California because they get production deals. They're in front of agents. LeBron's LeBron's never been distracted. He always keeps the thing the thing. LeBron's first year in L.A., he was completely distracted. And it's the only time I've ever really ripped. LeBron stopped following me on social. I literally for a year was like, dude, keep the thing the thing. Concentrate on basketball. He was meeting all over town. He didn't like the young player. And then after about a year, LeBron got back to being LeBron. But it's like, it's a thing, right? All four NBA teams in California make the playoffs. I mean, the Knicks well, the have Knicks James and, Dolan. They'll the always Knicks be limited. The Nets are both in the playoffs as well. The but they're not. They're not. Well, the Nets are on their way out. Uh, maybe they put up a fight tonight. Knicks? I Knicks, can't believe Cavs my guys no. didn't remember Syracuse. That's a bad job by them. Bad job. Well, I worked at ESPN, half the building Syracuse. Yes, so. that's right. Yes. Um, it's just something. I don't think I'm being inaccurate, maybe. Did How I, many uh, Super Bowls for the Buffalo Bills? I missed that. How many? They well, I, I would say this, that oh, the right. state of New York Zero. has had opportunities. Like the Buffalo Bills, didn't they miss four of them? Was it three or four? That was in the 90s, though. Yeah, well, but. yeah you're right. But, I mean, it's, it's like there's been, they've been close a lot. There's a lot of knocking on the door. But I, how, I, much do, how much does that matter? I think it matters a lot. Getting to the finals in the NBA is very hard. Getting to the Super Bowl. That's difficult. Well, I mean, look look at how great the Celtics are. They have one title in, what, 35 years? And that's a great organization. They have won so many trades. Danny Ainge manipulated so many teams. They got one championship. You got to win like 23 games. It's, it's tough in the playoffs to, to win a title. This is Steve Covino. And Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 
1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. He's the voice of college football at this network, and I always feel like I'm a little bit of a mentor to him to teach him the game. It's a teaching moment. It's great to have Joel Klatt on the show. Klatt, how are you? You know, I saw Fred Couples. What'd you do? Okay. All right. Put that mic in front of you. This a contest. Well, I'm apparently you're making this a contest. No, so I'm, here I'm we go. Really. No, I, I'm I'm ready for it now. No, but I I you can't throw it out there and then say no. I back off. Well, so it, now it's a contest. So uh, here we go. Wait, you ready like for this? Traffic J-Mac? on the freeway. When somebody pulls in front of you, you have to veer. And I said Seattle at five is fascinating. Because, oh, I can't wait for five. Because what if people start jumping them? For quarterbacks, and sure. I think I'll say it again. The best college football player I saw this year was Jalen Carter, regardless okay. of position. Okay. Does it now? I know he's got character issues, but I don't care. He's a defensive lineman. That doesn't mean as much to me. <laughs> but if you wear your hat backwards as a quarterback, I'm done with you. That's right. But we that we have that established in this oh, culture of the hurt. I got it. Okay, are you ready to go now? You know, I'm ready. I got everything ready here. Here we go. I got. I got I love doing this. This is like I, I love. This is fa- this is fun. By the way, I really love doing yeah, so this. So do I. You know who the winner is? The the fans. America. That's right. America is. All right. Although they have to deal with J Mac on the side. What are the jet? What are the jets? Well, he, he took a shot at my Bijan pick, so I just threw it out there. Okay, are you ready to go? <laughs> I'm ready. I'm so ready. I, I'm odd. So I get the odd picks. The oh, Carolina weird. Panthers are on the clock. So you okay. finished. You finish dead last, you get the number one pick. Go ahead. I had a worse year than you. Okay. Bryce Young, I worry about his size. Okay. I think he's the most ready to play. Frank Reich's a former quarterback. Listen, he's going to look small in the NFL because he looks small in college. Yeah. But this organization has been in quarterback chaos for four years, four or five years. It's time to get out of it. I don't, I said this, like a 401k. Not everything lasts forever. Sometimes you got to take money out. Right now, they got to get quarterback out of chaos. He comes in, he's ready to play in that cruddy, wonky division. You could, you could compete. Yeah. And I have Bryce Young, number one. The Houston Texans are on the clock. Okay. Similarly to Carolina, Houston's got to figure out the quarterback position. And this is an easy pick. C.J. Stroud is the pick, the quarterback from Ohio State. C.J. is an excellent 
quarterback that has proven some of his naysayers wrong, in particular with that performance against Georgia and his ability to not only manipulate the pocket but even make some plays with his feet at times. There's not a more accurate passer in the quarterback, communicates with his ball placement, and he's very smart, understands and processes information you know, not quite like Bryce Young, but but very close. And one of the things I love about his game, love about his game, is that he plays with a bit of a chip on his shoulder. He wasn't the most highly recruited quarterback in the world, didn't study as one of these individual sport athletes types with an individual yeah. quarterback trainer. He, he's a bit gritty. People don't know that about him. I got C.J. going to the Houston Texans. A lot of those predetermined Ohio State reads worry me. But anyway, let's the go. The Arizona the Cardinals are on the clock. All right. Um, they're going to go defense. They have a defensive coach. My guess is somebody in the building talks them out of Jalen Carter, which I think is a mistake. They take Will Anderson from Alabama, uh, another edge rusher. Um, I, I, I think they've had so much bad press yeah. in the last six months that some people are going to be a little fearful of taking Jalen Carter, who's got some baggage. So, you know, the, the term they always use for guys like Will Anderson is like clean. He checks all the boxes. 100%. He's productive. He's a good kid. He works hard. And I think there's some concern. They've had, a, they've had a bad six months in the organization. They don't need another six weeks of bad PR on Jalen Carter. So I think they go Will Anderson. I think in a loaded edge-rushing draft, yep. I had a GM tell me this week there's 12 guys he would have no problem picking at some point in the draft. They get probably the best. What I love about Will Anderson, by the way, is that he, he is an alpha's alpha. Like, he's going to come in and be a captain. I think he's got the skill level to be and compete for a defensive player of the year at some point. He's productive. He can play against the run. I, I do like that pick a lot. Now, if if we were doing this, I think you should have traded that pick because Arizona can get Will Anderson. Well, we're not going to do trades. I understand that, but this is just going above and beyond. I'm just going above. What should have happened is what I did in, in my mock, which is that Indy moves up a spot. Now, I'm going to give them the same player that I did give them in, in my original mock, and that's uh, Anthony Richardson. They also have to figure out the quarterback position. Oh, at, this, at this pick, I know it's high, but I got to tell you, Anthony Richardson is, is a special talent, a very special talent. And there, there are flashes on tape of the greatness that, that you can project him to being the best player on the field. Now, having said that, he is a bit of a Rubik's Cube. You've huh. got to figure it out. He's, he's several turns away, but his ceiling is, is so high. His athleticism outside of the pocket is so special. I think that they don't I, I, I think that they don't pass up on on the opportunity to take Anthony Richardson. And one more thing about Richardson is that yes, you can say that like there's a project nature to him, right? Yes, he needs to develop. Well, guess what? That's more common now in the National Football League than ever before. Okay. Ten years ago, yeah. I would have hesitated on this pick. But now, think about Patrick Mahomes was a project. We yeah. all raised our eyebrows when he was selected yeah. by Andy Reid. Jalen Hurts was a project. Lamar Jackson was a project. Josh Allen was a project. There are now projects... Heck, Justin Herbert had questions. I was one of them. I didn't think Justin Herbert was going to be great, yeah. and now he's great. Wow. People are are taking 
a little bit more risk at the quarterback position, and it's working out because of where the game has well, gone. So I've got like Richardson to Indianapolis. Yeah. Some people invest in Bitcoin and NFT. I invest in IBM. Okay, the let's Seattle go. Seahawks are on the clock. What, is that? what, I, what does that even mean? I like a sure I mean, there thing. are billionaires from Bitcoin. Yeah, billionaires. Um, they have those crazy eyes factual. on the internet. Okay, so I'm going to have the Seattle. Didn't it go to 30 two days ago? Seattle Seahawks. To the moon. Jalen Carter. I've had... Uh, Come on. He is the best player in the draft? No, well, one, no, he's not. Yeah. But go ahead. Pete Carroll's history, USC and the Seahawks, he will take guys with a little baggage. He's little. not afraid of that. Hey, little baggage. You know what? Somebody married me. I was, you know what my nickname was? <laughs> That's a bigger risk than, my, my than taking Jalen Carter. My nickname was Samsonite. <laughs> okay, so I have the Seahawks going <laughs> Jalen Carter. bad joke I've ever heard. And I think he fits the DNA of Pete and John Snyder taking big swings. Okay. I th- I think they will consider Will Levis, but they get a big arm guy named Drew Locke, and that hasn't panned out. Seahawks take Jalen Carter. Um, the Detroit Lions are on the clock. All right. This is an interesting pick. Yeah, I love this. I love this. This is a really interesting one. I can't wait till we get to Thursday night and and we see like what Detroit does a okay. week from a week from today. So what would you? Okay, you got it right now. Let's go. I I like I like what they've done in the offseason in the secondary, but I also think that they've probably done enough up front and still need to help out their pass defense. I I like. I like the best corner in my draft, Christian Gonzalez. God dang it. From Oregon. On Raiders, I wanted him back. I know you did. God dang it. And I've got Christian Gonzalez going right here to Detroit. Remember the Okuda move? This makes too much sense. You get your long number one corner. This guy has has all sorts of ability, and he's just going to continue to get better. Love his bloodlines, by the way. You know his dad was a basketball player, 6'9", at Utah. I love this player. I love this kid so much. He's instinctual. He's got good ball skills. He's tough. He'll tackle. Uh, this is a no-brainer for me. I think that Detroit takes Christian Gonzalez. Okay, so I want you to know this is why the draft is good because that was my pick. Mm. The so Las I, Vegas I think, Raiders are on the clock. Okay, the Raiders are going to do what they always do, reach. They're going to take Devin Witherspoon, the corner from Illinois, okay. because it's a massive area of need. Have to get it. Yeah, they've got a decent left tackle, Colton Miller. they got an edge rusher. they got star back, star receiver, star tight end. they got their quarterback. They are bad on the back end, yep. and it's a terrible safety draft. Yeah, it's you can't go safety at this pick, no. so I agree with you. I think they're going to go with a corner. Uh, there's also the kid, Joey Porter, at Penn State. I think they go with this kid. Listen, it, it, people always say you just draft the best talent, not need. Even Belichick went and got a left tackle and a running back. So, uh, what was the kid from Georgia? Not Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, gosh, why? I can't think because of they name. need. He was a bad pick. Uh, but the point being is, it's got to be a mixture of the two. You need a corner. He's a first round player. It's probably about six spots above where you'd want to take him. Raiders go corner. I tell you, if that happens, this is why I love. We, do we have the music? The yeah. Atlanta Falcons are on the clock. But we didn't get the chime. Oh, there's the chime. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. Um, I don't think there'd be anybody more pleased if this panned out this way and Witherspoon went to Las Vegas. Right. Atlanta would run the run the card up. Tyree Wilson, edge rusher from Texas Tech. Okay. His upside is tremendous. A little tall. 
A little tall. Like, when has that ever been said about an edge rusher? A little tall? He's not ready yet. He's not. What? I, listen, I think Tyree Wilson is a bit raw, a bit. A but bit? there is there is huge upside to this guy's game. The length for days, good athleticism. He can play against the run. He's not a specialist as a pass rusher. As he develops more moves as a pass rusher, I think he'll be highly productive. I think Atlanta Atlanta needs edge help. We know that. They've got to get after the quarterback. They've got to do it in a, in a, in a much better fashion. And I think Tyree Wilson, who this one for me is not only good value because I think he's better than the eighth player in the draft, but he's also clearly, in my estimation, the second best edge rusher. And I think Atlanta would be thrilled with this. Okay. The Chicago Bears are on the clock. Okay. They went defense last year. I think they go get Ohio State left tackle Paris Johnson. Okay who's got for his size remarkable feet. Uh, you know, Ohio State's got some NFL guys at that position. They got a lot of footage on him. You know, the, Paris Johnson, just a really good I think he's the best tackle yeah, in the Yeah, pure draft. tackle. I would P- agree with that. He's the best pure tackle. And they, they, by the way, they addressed some stuff last year in the draft. But they, you, can, you can say once the two best edges are gone, and many people think they'd take the, the Van Ness kid from Iowa. I talked to a GM this week who said he's kind of an interesting fit for some teams, not for others. I think Paris is a – first of all, you can't have – you need two great tackles now in the NFL – because quarterbacks are so valuable. 54 quarterbacks played last year. Guys get hurt. Justin Fields got banged up. You got to protect him. Star left tackle. There you go. Um, well, watch out for two names there that mm-hmm. I think you should have taken. Okay. You should have taken either Nolan Smith or Miles Murphy. So watch out for those two on the edge. Edge edge players. But but you didn't, which is good for the Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles good, are good on the clock. There, which I love. Um, listen... I have been baited into this now and basically challenged to do this. The Eagles don't need a lot. I think you would agree with that. Their roster is as good and as complete as any in the league. Um, Because of that, I think what they're going to need to do is start to lean a little bit towards their quarterback and his new contract and give him the, the threats on the offensive side that some of the other quarterbacks have around the league and allow Jalen to continue to excel. You have to do that in a couple of ways. You've got to take pressure on him by being able to run the football. You also have to create short targets for him. And a guy that can excel in in the short areas, in the middle of the field, screen passes, in order to get the ball out of his hands more times quickly than what he does now. So you've got to expose less hits to Jalen Hurts. You do that with a great, versatile running back in Bijan Robinson. Oh I take him with the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh boy. Bijan is the best non-quarterback offensive player in the draft. He's versatile. He can run it between the tackles. Great short area quickness and lateral movement. He can hit home runs. And I also think that he can have 30, 40, 50 catches a season because he's as good and clean a receiver as even Christian McCaffrey was coming out in his right. draft. So I like Bijan to the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, you Eat and J- J-Mac. J-Mac like that no I'm sure he did absolutely not okay all right and for what reason well he's clean there's no he's going to be a good player immediately He'll of course, he is. So, so what reason is this a bad pick? It's not a bad pick. Well, it's, no, he's, he's upset yeah, about it. Well, thank you for letting me jump in. I would say, without question, the Eagles historically have put a 
premium on drafting in the trenches. Yes. And they leave the uh, skill position players for later. So give me, so watch my okay. pick. The Tennessee Titans are on the clock. Okay, the Titans O-line's a disaster. Yes, it is. And they, uh, so I think they're going to take uh, the kid from uh, Northwestern, Peter Skaronsky, yep. who they did not think would fall to them. I could have easily taken him with Chicago, but you take a left tackle over an interior lineman. I think he's the best overall line. He reminds me of... Uh, Elijah Vera Tucker out of USC, mm, okay. who could basically play any position on the O-line and has. He got banged up last year. Uh, the Tennessee's O-line's a disaster. And so, it, listen, they need a lot. You could also argue Will Levis, but I think they this kid's a 10-year starter in the NFL. Will Levis is a coin flip. So I got Tennessee taking an offensive lineman in 11. I, I, I don't mind that at all. Okay, the Houston, Houston Texans oh. are on the clock. All right. Houston's got their quarterback. They need a lot of help. Their roster needs a lot of help. You could definitely go trenches here. I think well, that there's value in, in trenches. Well, they already reached at quarterback with your pick, so what's the next one? I'm sorry, reach? Okay, go ahead. Okay, that's fine. Mm. I'm, I've got them taking my best wide receiver in the draft ah! and C.J. Shroud's college teammate, Jackson Smith and Jigba, at number 12. Jackson Smith and Jigba, ah! he has been forgotten about because he had the hamstring injury and did not basically play the entire season this last year. But people forget that in 2021, with Chris Olave and with Garrett Wilson on the same team, to a man, they would have all said and did tell me right to my face that Jackson Smith and Jigba was the best player. His ability to create completions over the middle of the field, create separation, run through that, yards after the catch, he will lead the league in receptions at some point in his first three or four years if he's in the right system, and I think he can do that with Houston and C.J. Stroud. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Okay, now it the gets... The New York Jets are on the clock. This is tough. Now this is by far and away my toughest pick because I was going to take that wide receiver. I knew you were. So, and all of a sudden now Will Levis is hanging out there and the and the Jets are like... Do, well, we have, do we have Aaron? Do we but, not? But that now you got Zach Wilson and Aaron. You got too much drama. I don't need gun show Will Levis showing up to town. <laughs> so this is the first. This is the first tough one for me. Okay. There's not another receiver worth this. Now I could make an argument. Michael Meyer, the tight end for Notre Dame, is a big need. Michael Mayer, he can block better. I think he block. Well, Kincaid can block a little bit because he's a Utah kid. They yep. all block, but not like Mayer. I agree with you. Mayer can act better. as a sixth offensive lineman if you need him. Yeah, they're both. This is a great tight end draft. I they, see. I like Joey Porter, but they've got a corner. Yep. They got two corners. Yep. So they're not going to go corner. Do they go offensive line? I'm going to go offensive line. It uh, Broderick Jones, Georgia. Oh, I think I, like I go that. Broderick Jones. J Mac approves. Look at this. I think Look you have. Listen, it's it's one of those J-Mac where J Mac is the biggest offensive line. Somebody's going to drop seen. in this draft, and my guess is it's Will Levis or Richardson. Richardson has such an upside. To your point, somebody's going to go with him. They got to get this thing figured out. The Jets don't have a lot of needs. Quarterback, left tackle, and I think tight end eventually in the draft. The Jets are very lucky. There's three, four good offensive linemen early in this draft, and there's a bunch of tight ends in this draft, and they need both. So I think the Jets go offensive tackle. Man, I wanted I wanted him with my pick here at 14. The New England Patriots yeah, well, are the on the clock. I, that, this is, uh, this is what wanted your Christian I know, Gonzalez. right? I, listen, this is what makes this such a, a fun deal. And now I'm sitting there, and I, and I you know, I, I think... <sighs> That's hard. It's hard. I mean, do... The, do 
Do you reach on? Do I reach on a tackle or do I take the the corner? I think I probably take the corner. I think that he it, likes corners. He loves corners. He loves guys that can play man. He likes length and he likes guys with bloodlines too. You know, and and that that are kind of like football guys. So you Joey Porter, Joey Porter Jr. Yeah. to New England. I, I, I like that pick. I mean, he likes DBs. He likes DBs, and I tell you, Joey Porter Jr. is not going to shy away from anybody. He he got the toughest responsibility week in and week out. Um, love his mentality. Now, he can be handsy, right? And he can grab a little bit, but n- there are not many college corners that play this much man coverage that aren't because no, they haven't that, learned that yet. Belichick loves that. I, I, he I doesn't tend to want agree pa- with you. He'd take an aggressive guy over a passive guy. And he also is, you saw that last clip, those of you watching here uh, uh, on the herd, really willing and physical tackler. And I think that plays well yep. with Belichick. So I'll go Jory Porter Jr. Oh, Green the Bay. The Green Bay Packers First, are on the clock. Now, the Packers never go offense, but I'm going to go with the tight end, who they need, Michael Mayer, Notre Dame. He's the he's a blocker, a pass catcher, multiple-year starter. Notre Dame's good at this position. He's a smart guy. Um, I just think he is, with Tanya now leaving town, Mercedes Lewis, about my age, they need a tight end. I don't think the Packers have a ton of needs. I think tight end, receiver, and edge rusher is one of them. They got very lucky. What they need, this draft provides. Yeah. A tight end early, receivers, edge rushers, second, third, fourth round. It's a good draft for the Packers. I think that they could get a safety later, too. I know it's not a deep safety Maybe. draft, but there's there's a couple floaters in there, like a Jair Brown from Penn State later in the draft. You know, I think I would like that pick. Boy, you know Green Bay. Wearing those Dockers in that front office, we'd be doing cartwheels. Hey, I like I like my uh, that was okay. So the Washington Commanders are ah. on the clock. It's tough. Dang it! I thought originally when I did this, I thought Joey Porter would be there still, and so this is this to me was an easy pick for Joey Porter for Washington. Oh. Corner is a, is a big area. Do they of need needs. safety? Uh, There's like two I like. There's two I like, and and one of them can play corner and slot corner and nickel, and he's versatile. I think I'm going right here, but, man, this feels like a reach. Here's the thing. I think Washington needs corners. I think they need offensive line. I'm, I'm debating between Darnell Wright from Tennessee, the good. offensive tackle. I liked his game, and, and Brian Branch from Alabama. That, that's, who I, that's who I thought that That would be my, my toss-up. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Brian Branch because I love Brian Branch. Yeah. He's a he is a Swiss Army knife style defender. Yeah, he real- can cover in the nickel. He can go play deep safety. Yeah, um, he, he can play in the box. He also played as a true freshman for Nick Saban in the secondary, which is hard to do. He's very smart, highly intelligent, hard worker. All of those things. I. I think he's going to be a better pro than maybe we are giving him credit for during this process. So I'll go Brian Branch there to Washington. Okay, so now let's look at our picks. I have one I don't like, but I got trapped. <laughs> I, I'll tell you right now. Because you, wanted, you well, wanted Gonzalez with Vegas. No, I I look – so they went and got a safety in a corner. The Chicago Bears pick for me. So they did – they loaded up on O-linemen last year. Some can mm. play, some can't. Mm. They don't need a running back. They, they got B running backs. They're fine. Skaronsky, I think, is the best overall. But do you go interior there? They, they don't well, need why a Why didn't you go now. defense there? Again, like I thought the defense would have been a good because spot. I, I, by the way, I, I, I look at your picks. They don't need a corner necessarily or a safety – so you drafted a wide receiver and a running back. What are you talking about? 
Hey, listen, I love my picks. You don't, you don't have a single pick you're a little hesitant about. Um, I loved that. Like, for me, I did not think Tyree Wilson was going to be there at eight. I don't think Atlanta thinks he's going to be there at eight. And then with the Bears... See, the Raiders can't take. He's a good player, but they got Max Cross. I, I, I understand. I, yeah. And I, I get that, totally. Though Here's the one area that I think that... Two, two guys that I think could fall. Will Levis, which we have falling here. Right, and and I don't think we he's had, in the top sixteen. No. We don't have him in our sixteen. I think it's very easy to go through sixteen picks and be like, yeah, I don't see okay. Will Levis. One GM I talked to like him, two did not. So I I have a lot of people questioning. Yeah, and, it's a little all over. Well, and and what they said is even when he had time to throw, he still made bad decisions. There were decision making issues, and then just straight turnovers, right? And those can follow you. Remember Jameis Winston? He had a lot of turnovers at Florida State. Those kind of followed him in, into the NFL. And the other one that you did not pass up on but I do think people could pass up on and could be there for Chicago at nine is Jalen Carter I think they would take Jalen Carter I do too that's I think that's his floor Uh, like if he gets to Chicago I think that they take him and I think that there's a chance he gets to Chicago I like your picks let me see uh, Klatt's picks again let me see Uh, no you don't like Bijan and J-Max over here shouting about linemen no 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 Bijan's very good He's a very good player. And but you, they you saw some... where I got there, right? The, the the whole thought process of like giving Jalen an opportunity to play while taking hits off his body. I think that's very smart. He's as, as, as he's a clean player. He checks all the boxes. Good kid. Good. I, I watched him a lot in college. He's great. Um, I, apparently, I don't like trenches. Look at that. Look at the. I've got QB, well, QB, corner, yeah, yeah. edge. Running back, wide receiver, corner, safety. Look at Cal. J-Mac, if I'm a GM, we're just going playing seven on seven. Well, I just uh, I was just looking at the Washington depth chart, and we know safety is not a premium position. Right? Yeah. Why wouldn't you draft an offensive lineman? Well, because I just didn't love pick. the value there. Okay, so like that's when, like again, like my next offensive lineman on my board is 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 Darnell Wright. Well, that's who I have going going to. Uh, I think that's too expensive. Okay, so one of the arguments for Wright is his tape against the kid from Alabama, Will Anderson, was, was incredible. Good. Totally shut him I, down. I won't say it was incredible, but it was good. It was good. I also know that Darnell Wright came in very highly recruited and didn't do anything for his first you know, three or four years. That's a good point. And then had to move to right tackle. And then finally, when everything was right with the entire team, well, now it's good tape. It's like, well, where was that the rest of the yeah. time? Could you I? Know, which, yeah. So he came in with some baggage as a, as a high school kid, his family, he went yeah. through some stuff. Yep. And there was some instability in the program. And then once they got good this year, he kind of matured. Yep. And, and, and he's almost undervalued. If you look at some of the gambling Maybe. odds. There's a case for Wright going. So we a didn't have higher. Will Levis getting picked. Yeah, that's insane. No. What do you mean? I insane. don't think it's insane. I don't think I don't, it is. I don't think Colts, so either. The Indianapolis Colts can I, absolutely can I, love him. Can I? I think the Colts. But it, but remember, when, once one team. Remember the year Aaron Rodgers dropped. There weren't that many teams from like eight to fifteen that needed a quarterback. That's right. So if if Indy passes on him, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay. What? So, I mean, he has him taking Richardson. Then who needs a quarterback? There's a lot of these teams. Remember, once you get to the middle of the draft, those guys have functional quarterbacks. Okay. There's there's three teams that absolutely need a quarterback, which means one of these guys is falling. I think it's Will Levis. How about Levis. Seattle? Would Seattle's second pick take Will Levis? Yeah, maybe their second one. I, if they I got Jalen Carter, I could see them because Seattle's got a luxury second pick. I, I'm going to read you something about uh, – can I read you something? I'd love it. Okay, this comes from um, another guy that watches a lot of college football like you, Will Levis. Um, let's see. Hold on. 
Just so you know, like in my entire first round mock, I didn't have Levis. Can I ask that's you, probably, you're, you're a former pro- quarterback, Joel. Yeah. How much value do you put in him playing in two NFL systems under offensive sure. coordinators from the NFL as opposed to Richardson, who had kind of a choppy situation with Mullen and all the stuff that went on there the last couple of years? Definitely a thing. I, I don't think it's quite as important as it used to be uh, because the nature of the offensive game and the schematics of the NFL have moved so much further towards the college game. So you've got a lot more of that, and I think it's an easier transition now than it used to be. Um, I, and I also think, i, I got to be honest, I'm, I'm hung up on the fact that I cover Penn State a lot. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about a guy who couldn't beat out Dwayne Haskins and had to transfer to LSU and Joe right. Burrow. That was a bona fide, both great players. Someone has to lose the job, and the right. other is going to go and take another opportunity. And Joe Burrow goes to LSU. Will couldn't beat out Sean Clifford, who's also in this draft, and we're not talking about him. Yeah. That's fair. Like, he's, that's like 20, a, he's like 25, right? And, he, and I mean, Sean, you're saying? Yeah, isn't he older? He's, he's a little bit yeah. older, but not, not a lot older. And listen, that is hard for me to get over. Yeah. I, I know Sean. I know the system. I've talked with those guys. And the fact that he couldn't beat him out sticks with me. And then, I, and then the last thing that I would say about – and this, I, this is – by the way, this is my least favorite part of the draft process is that you have to argue against a player – He's still in my top 30, what is it, five players overall. So it's not that I don't like him. I think Will Levis is incredibly talented. I think he's going to get drafted, and I wish that and I hope that he has a lot of success. But somebody's going to drop in this draft. But someone's going to drop in this draft. Every year. And why, you know, for me, it's the guy that turns the ball over too much, that didn't elevate his team in particular to the level that the other guys did. I mean, name a game in which Will Levis was just the reason Kentucky went out there and, and won a game. Late, you know, gritty he didn't plays. Play, they didn't have a lot around him. Didn't have a lot around him. I, I get it, but you can turn that on and you can see all the other guys raising the level of all the boats in the harbor, you know, around him and the level of play of all the guys around him. So, again, I, I, I hate knocking guys, but that's why I something. think Will will fall. Pete Carroll and John Snyder are going to be high-fiving all the way down to Olympia if they get Jalen Carter at five. Do you know how happy Pete's going to be? Maybe. that When Pete went to USC... Let me put it this way. When Pete went to USC, do you know his first big recruit? The defensive tackle. Uh, yeah. Um, what was his name? Um, uh, um, he's the kid from short here. Short name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not Seth Ellis. It was... Um, no, I can't um, think of it. I, it's off the... T- I, I forget. He was a great player. He was a pro bowler. Uh, Sean Cody. There it is. Sean Cody. Yeah, he was a great was, dude. Everybody talked great about dude. Matt Liner. When Pete Carroll got Sean Cody at USC, he told people in the building, okay, here we go. Um, here we go. I mean, do, do you think there's any question that Jalen Carter will be there at five? There's no doubt in my mind he's going to be there at five. I would take him. You know, Laramie Tunzel had a little, little smoke around his face on draft day. Dropped. He's been a great player. And by yeah, the way, but you didn't hear the the level like I know that he's was got stuff. that was like a couple poor decisions. Yeah, Jalen shows up and can't get through a pro day workout. I Nolan know. Smith has got to be sitting there like, "Come on, man, stand up!" Like that's a problem. That's your job interview. Listen, I'm not. It's one of these. It's the hard part about being a general manager. These are kids. They're like 22. I I I, I mean, I was a a. a Tire fire at 23. <laughs> and I came from, I mean, I came from, lived in the same house. I mean, we didn't have any money, but it was like same high school. Some of these kids have had chaotic lives. Fair. It's, you know. So. No, that's, that's fair. 
Now, I, I mean, is the NFL the place that you go to change, or is it well, just like get, whoever you see, are, it becomes that good, on okay, steroids? Good question. I think Pete views himself correctly as a change agent. As that's a way to. I think Pete's great at that. I watched him change a lot of lives at USC. He's taken big swings on guys in the NFL. That's one of Pete's things: high energy and optimism. He is a teacher. Hmm. Greg Olson told me when when he is at Fox. I asked Greg once about meetings. He said, "You can't believe Pete Carroll's meetings." Because you can't believe him. He goes, every detail, every inch. He goes, when he's playing Belichick in Super Bowls, that is a chess match. Sure. They are. It is a chess match back and forth. And he's, and I think Pete's been doing this long enough. He has a system. And we've talked about this. Pete's great with young players. After about the 30th speech, you know, by the end, Earl Thomas got tired. He's like, okay. Okay. But in the first four to five years with Pete, he's magic. You know, he and Russ wore each other out after time. All right, that was fun. I mean, Russ wore all of Denver out last year. Now, so. then, then, come on now. It's, uh, That's true. Can't blame him. You can't? Little bit. 9%. 8%. Yeah, but at least he doesn't wear his hat backwards, right, Colin? That's right. <laughs> Stuff that matters. <laughs> Finally, you've come to terms with it. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.